Welcome to The Last American Vagabond. Joining me today, I have Lucas Gage, U.S. war veteran, husband, father, philosopher, author, as his uh, account states, and if someone had been doing this for quite a long time, and I thought it'd be interesting to have him on today to get into just the absolute madness of all the agendas, how everything seems to be falling apart, and just wherever else we want to get into, because we this is the first time we've connected, so I thought it'd be fun to just dive through a lot of madness. How are you today, brother? Good, man. Thanks for having me on for the first time. It's been a long time. I've been following your stuff. And uh, like you said, first time connecting after all these years. <laughs> yeah. What, but, what's crazy is, you know, like people that you, Richard, uh, interestingly enough, the name, funny enough, I didn't even think about that. Richard Gage, who I had, who was on my uh, uh, fundraiser we just had. It's funny that, you know, we've fought, we've like text before we followed, we've discussed things here and there, but we've never technically connected before that. And it, it just ma- it makes it, at the moment, it makes me feel kind of sheepish. You're like, how have I not had him on the show more? It's just crazy how much there's going on and how many different people there are, you know? So it's, it's a, uh, it's amazing when you just find that, that, that connection that hasn't happened yet and all this, but it's, I'm glad to have you on man to talk about some of the just, you know, for, especially like we were saying before we went live, somebody has been doing this a long time, you know, mm-hmm. why don't we just start there since we were casually talking about it, that this, is a very interesting time where it seems those of us that have been doing this long enough are very kind of acutely noticing that it's not just the same. It's always been at least as weak as, as it feels that things are very, very obvious. And it's like, like the example I point out is something like, you know, nine 11 before that a lot of different big discussions, but it always seemed to focus around like a whistleblower, you know, a leaked document that everyone disputes and there's different perceptions that's not what's happening today. We've got like an entire faction, entire health communities in other parts of the world. I mean, you know, entire commu- uh, uh, professions standing up and calling these things out. So wh- why do you think that is? What's changed in your mind as you've been doing this? And as we said before, it's not just health. It's Ukraine, Ohio. It seems to be everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, years ago when I got, because I, I watched Richard Gate, while well, we're not related. People, are you related to Richard? No, we're not. <laughs> but uh, I watched this stuff a long time ago. Uh, well, first, I, I was in the Marine Corps, so we'll start there. I was in the Marine Corps. I joined when I was 18, and, um, you know, I went to Iraq. Thank God I didn't kill anyone, but I was deployed twice in the beginning, uh, OF1, OF2. So 2003, I was deployed for five months. Then I came back, and then... I was deployed again the same day, February 14th, 2004. So I'm not a big fan of Valentine's Day. So uh, I was sent for seven months because the Marine Corps doesn't stay like the Army for two years at a time. We do little deployments and then we leave and we come back. We're not an occupying yeah. force. So the first uh, the first invasion was actually the invasion. 2003, we went in. I was day three after the invasion and I was in support. I was a combat engineer, an 8th, 8th, 8th ESB support battalion, engineer support battalion, uh, attached to Marine Corps uh, First Division, so infantry. So we would build bridges for these guys because there would be bridges they get to that were blown up or mm-hmm. we'd build the boats that go into the water and connect into bridges. Yeah. So we did that, the first mission. The, sec- the second mission was winning the hearts and minds of the Iraqi people. And uh, you know we'd repair playgrounds. We would uh, clear IEDs for ourselves and them, landmines in the streets. Uh, we'd clear them. The next day they'd be there again. It's just a mess over there. So the second floor was more of a humanitarian effort. But when I got uh, to a year and a half of my service, like the rest of my, because I had a bad ankle, so they put me on light duty. I no longer had to do marching and all the physical labor because my mm-hmm. ankle was screwed up. I had access to a computer. So I started doing research and I started looking into Fallujah, what happened there, white phosphor. I'm like, wait, well, I thought we were the good guys. So there's when the narrative started hitting. Mm-hmm. Like, are there weapons of mass destruction? What are we doing over there? I thought we were the good guys and we're using these weapons and all that other stuff. But then, like six months before I got to the Marine Corps, a friend of mine got the video loose change. And that's when everything changed for me. Cause I never saw the towers after nine 11. I, I, once I saw them collapse in television, I was like, Oh, that sucks. I guess it's a failure. 
you don't think about it after that. Yeah. And then here's years later, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, what the hell is that? And that's what I found, you know, architects and engineers and mm-hmm. Richard Gage and everyone else behind that. That's where my journey began with the truth telling of just 9-11. And I remember, you know, going to Atlantic City, playing poker at the table, you know, everyone's like, well, that's crazy. Now everyone thinks you're crazy if you believe the official narrative. It's like a huge flip. Yeah, nobody yeah. trusts anything anymore. Once the government admitted, oh, I guess there's no weapons of mass destruction here. You know, George Bush making a joke. Mm-hmm. Everyone's laughing with him. It's like, dude, it's not funny. But everyone's like, wow, that's how obvious it is. It's all lies. Right. And everything's collapsed. Like you said, it's not just the Iraq war, which we now know is nonsense. Every, Afghanistan, Syria, Libya, you know, it's like every narrative is like literally split in half now. It used yeah. to be your crazy crackpot. Now it's like, wait a minute, something's really off here. So in my, you know, how long have I been doing this? Since 2007, perhaps? Eight? What is that? Uh, thir- I don't know how many. I, I suck at math. Decade. <laughs> over over a decade or so of doing this. Yeah. I've never seen it this desperate, man. I agree. What, 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 what do you... Well, sorry, what'd you say? It's the desperateness of the system. It's I like, agree completely. It's cornered animal, right? It feels yeah. like they're lashing out because, I mean, I think everybody kind of sees that writing on the wall, the Roman Empire analogies, you know, all this different yeah. kind of bread and circuses. You know, it's, it's an interesting thing that is kind of, it's, it's obvious as you're saying. What, what do you think, if you had to guess, is kind of the, the reasoning? Because, you know, I often just theorize about why that might be. Is this an execution to a larger agenda? Is that why it's being pulled and being shown to us? Or are they just failing? You know, what, what do you think? Well, I mean, there's like half the population thought, COVID was handled correctly. So we're dealing with a very big population that agrees with the system and you know the whole gender idea, all this crazy mm-hmm. stuff happening. But then I also think that it's just the media making these fringes look like they're a majority, whether they're yes. really not. Most people yeah. are like, no, this is crazy. What are you talking about? I don't trust the government. But it's like, no, this poll says 85% agree with it. No, they don't. You know, how do you know what they agree? So exactly. I, I feel like, like you said, it's like a there could be a polling of it, but Think of a Ponzi scheme being discovered. It's like everyone's trying to pull out now. You see, and it's not working, right. and they're making excuse. Oh, you'll get paid in two weeks. Don't worry. Literally two weeks. <laughs> so right. uh, it's falling apart because the system is inevitably going to fall apart. Right. How they do it is going to be, you know, I don't know if they're going to try to do it nicely, which I don't think it's possible at this point. Uh, are they going to shift into something else? I mean, some people claim the multipolar order is that shift. I don't really mm-hmm. buy that because I don't think the people in charge are omnipotent beings. Who could, you know, they control every event. A lot of the things they wanted to happen didn't happen. I you know, remember Gen- General Wesley Clark said, we're going to go to war with seven countries. That didn't happen. Yeah. yeah, we promoted wars. Syria, Assad's still standing. Iran is still there. A yeah. lot of the things that, I mean, look, if 9-11 was pulled off flawlessly, there would be no other arguments for 9-11. There wouldn't yeah. have been, you know, these clues left around tying back to different countries or allies and whatever the case or. There wouldn't be these whistleblowers would not exist. I mean, there's a lot of things that have gone absolutely wrong with their plans. So they're not omnipotent. They're not omniscient. And I feel like they want us to think they are so we don't even bother. That's another thing. So there's a lot of people who make it seem that way, but it's not the case. Yeah, it's an important point to be made. We we tend to give them, or at least I agree with you, the perception, we're, the point we're making is that it's possible we give them too much yeah, credit, yeah. you know, that they can do this. And it's all, you know, the they is always there, you know, kind of a thing. And I do agree to some level that is a reality. You know, no, that they, there they are very influence. powerful people that yeah, yeah. plan these things, social engineers, hundreds of years, 10, 20 years, 40 years out. But to your point. I often point out that, you know, you even ha- however well planned, you have human factors. Like, I yep. think, I don't know if this is how this went down, but my perception was somebody like a Gavin Newsom 
was so focused on his own profiteering and benefiting from the, the situation, even though he was going in the same direction as the plan, I felt like numerous times he jumped out ahead and tried to like be the face of what was happening. And I think he screwed things up. I think he caught yeah, he, numerous examples of that where people were just fighting for their own personal gain and it screwed things up or, you know, vying powers trying to do, you know, maybe old neocons versus the new technocrats, you know, however you want to look at this, it's, they're all wanting to control you, but for different reasons, you know? So I agree. I think we need to stop thinking that they're always in control. That's, that's, well, I, I think I call this the parasite class, which is the billionaires on elect this call Schwab's, the Rothschild's, the Bill Gates's of the world. Okay. It's not mm-hmm. a specific one group. It's literally these like, you know, international billionaire people. They're not elected something, but then they have their henchmen and their henchmen are stupid. That's mm-hmm. all the politicians. That's all the, right. they're not the brightest people. Like you said, they have their self-interest. They want the materialism. Mm-hmm. So if they could push harder to get a little bit more, it might blow up in their face, which ruined, like, look at Epstein. Epstein technically was got, the matrix got him. Why did the matrix? Because he went too far. He must've been a liability. He got high in his own supply. I don't know what he did wrong to these people. He was part of the matrix and now he's dead. So mm-hmm. even the yeah. matrix will kill people in the matrix that works for them because they're human beings. So it's not yeah. their omniscient, omnipotent, omniscient entities that like, there's no escape. Like the matrix, the architect, it's all planned. This is the sixth time you've been here, Neo. And it's a cycle. <laughs> no, man. It's like, there's, there's problems. You know, it's, yeah. and I've said it before, like power changes in history, man. At one point, the Romans had all the power. The other point, the Turks had the power, then the British and so on. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's one group who delegates power. Okay, you're going to be in charge, then you are. No, it just shifts. It changes throughout history. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing America lose that power. That's what I I'm agree. seeing now. And, and it's agree. not. And I'm not saying I want my country to die. I want it to stop being involved in these globalist plots because then, then we could pull back and heal ourselves. Then we won't have trains derailing and, you know, yeah. drinking water in Michigan that's poisoned and all these other problems. So I look at the multipolar world as a way for America to step back, not get in, first of all, not be able to bully everyone into submission mm-hmm. and then allow us to say, okay, let's focus on ourselves. So we're not blowing up other people because, you know, the trickle down economics, it's really war, war costs everything. That's their only trickle down economics that we feel as the people. So right. trillions of dollars in war and maintaining our bases overseas. Imagine if we pulled some, imagine we pulled half back, cut half our defense spending, which is really offense, focused on education, focused on infrastructure, healthcare, whatever. We have a better country. 100%. You know? 100%. Yeah. So like, that's what we need. To, so the multipolar world to me, it's like a, it's kind of like Bitcoin. It's like decentralized. Mm-hmm. So like everyone's keeping it. It's not, I don't, it's not like China, Russia is going to take over the world. That's how people are trying to make it. Like, oh, they're going to be the unipolar. No, they're They're just, they're giving Africa opportunities. There are countries there. Mm-hmm. It's like this decentralized network where all of humanity benefits. That's the way I look at it. But some people say, no, it's this is another conspiracy and this is plotted out. And I'm like, all right, it's, you know. I mean, it's certainly possible. It right? is possible. Right. But what, what you're saying, go ahead, go ahead. It is possible, but it's like, if that's the case, then just give up. These people are literally gods. Yeah. They, they well, cannot be, because every argument you make for them, it's like, well, they planned this and they saw this a thousand years ago. It's like, well, are these yeah. are these aliens? Who are so, these people? <laughs> what you're pointing at, what you're pointing at, is the pessimism, which I right. think we all kind of feel. But sure, it's no. not. I, it's you can feel that way. But to argue, well, they're just going to do this, so we shouldn't act. That's just yeah. ridiculous. Like right. even if you think that they're going to have a plan or or, or you're going to fail, like why would you just give up and not try? That's yeah. that's kind of the irrational perspective there. I but, mean, look, if 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 they had absolute power, they wouldn't have to lie all the time. Exactly. Exactly. They, they wouldn't spend even try so to much money us on they were good if right. we didn't want good from them. You Billions know? on, I mean, they have to infect our games. Now you can't play a video game without <laughs> some narrative. And that right. just shows you, because look, 
Brian, the bread and circus is supposed to keep us docile. Mm-hmm. And now they're infecting the bread and circus with the message. That's a risk. Okay. That's a good point. I, I think their biggest flaw and fatal mistake was coming after our kids with the drag queen story. This is where like, cause mama and papa bear, they can get abused, whip them, make the income tax 80%. They'll deal with it. All right. I got to work hard. Yeah. Now you're coming for our kids. Oh, that's a big mistake. Mama, Papa yeah. Bear is not going to deal with that. They don't care what the law is going to be. They're going to defend their kids at all costs. That's how desperate the system is. They're, they're like, okay, we better indoctrinate the next generation as soon as possible because people are waking up so damn fast. We got to get the kids now. And that's like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, no, now I mean, we see that. You it's see? important. I think it just speaks to the same point we're generally making is that every aspect of this feels like some sort of end game. Like there, like there's yeah. a time frame that we don't see that's like, oh, we'll just we need to jump the gun and risk exposing ourselves just because they're in some kind of time frame. You know, I think that's very clearly what COVID was like. You know, a lot of this one point I wanted to make, though, before we got past it was I think the the interesting differentiation for me that people tend to conflate is the, the government and the country. Right. Oh, yeah, do you yeah, feel yeah. the same? Like, I think that the government, it's obviously part of the country. They're people like we are. They are, you know, citizens. But the problem is that when you become part of the government, that isn't the country, in my opinion. No. You know, that is the government that was supposed to work for the country, which is the people. And right. we, today, one of the biggest scams is that people have been convinced that that's one in the same, that trusting your government or supporting your government is your country. And that's very dangerous. I mean, that's jingoism. That's dangerous. Like it becomes all about that and at all at the expense of everything else. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, I've done many interviews online. I mean, by the way, people may recognize and say, wait, that's not your name. I changed my name. I had this, you know, very deep uh, spiritual. Because uh, look, I'll tell you one thing this system does do is make you go crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my former name was Angelo, as you remember. And I, I was yeah. notorious. Yeah. I was infamous. I, I, I triggered everyone. I pissed off every group. I said a lot of things on him. And I realized I was infected. That's what they want. They want to infect you with anger, hatred, and make you feel impotent. So you exactly. lash out at a certain group that they want you to target. Now you're in the corner. Oh, you're this guy. You're that person. Okay, put him in there. And once I realized that, man, I've become poisoned because I got so doomer-pilled. There's no mm-hmm. escape. I'm so black-pilled. That's what they want you to feel. When I realized that all of this anger, hatred, and imp- and by the way, justified, of course, it made me like them. It made me like my enemies. And I'm like, wait, I don't, I could just function on love. And I don't mean lovey dovey, like hug a rapist, but mm-hmm. I mean like this anger. And I made a video yesterday about it. This hatred poisons you. I don't need it to defend. I love my family and my friends and my country. And I don't mean government. I mean, my people, and my, exactly. my fellow citizens, I don't need to hate anybody to protect them. You know, if, if I see an old lady getting robbed, I don't need to hate the guy robbing her. I just have to stop him. It's just, mm-hmm. it, it's a reflex for me. So I cleansed my soul in, the, in a way with meditation and, and study and, and all this other stuff and literally had a life-changing experience. Like, I got to change. I cannot be that man I used to be. And I'm not. Mm-hmm. Changed my name just for those who are wondering, wait a minute, I remember your face because I didn't get surgery. I'm not hiding. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> trying to cover my past or anything. But I've transcended that left versus right paradigm, nice. all the isms I adhered to. Because that's what people, they, they want to get, they, they want to put you in a box. Oh, you're a conservative. You're a liberal. You're a MAGA. You're, you're Biden. You're, they want the boxes, man. That's how they divide and conquer us. Because when you select an ism, right, let's say I'm a conservative. Now you have to go with all the ism, uh, the, all the ideology with that. Otherwise, even you get attacked by them. Exactly. So I, so I transcend all, I'm not saying I'm a god or anything. I'm just like, I say, you know what? I, I don't even label myself anything. Mm-hmm. I'm a human being with interests, and I want to take care of innocent people, protect them from the bad guys. Well, good for Very you, simple. That's Very a hard simple. thing to do. That is it not is. something Listen, people it, do it, today. And, I, and, and that's what the meditation, and I'm not saying like I sat there like spiritually, although I did some of that, but it was just aha moment. Like, wow, I really got to get away from this stuff. And I took a break from politics. 
I did get nuked off Twitter, which was the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Now I'm back and I have a better message, which is to unite people and yes. use that loving message. Because look, the Doomer pill and all that narcissism, not narcissism, uh, nihilism in a way or mm-hmm. the negativity, you know, it, 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 people really get sucked into that. And let's just accelerate and stuff like this. And people do stupid things when they think like that. But I'm saying there is a chance to change everything. And But you cannot become doomer pilled and hateful yourself because then you just don't you'll start becoming like the enemy who hates you. Yeah. They hate us. And that's why they're doing what they do. They're infected and poisoned and, you know, spiteful and all that. And and you become like them. Yeah. It's everywhere, man. I mean, that's an important point. And we can, I want to actually talk to you about the, uh, what I call the MAGA trap or the vanilla ISIS kind of psyop, which which kind of, you were touching on a bit there. And what's interesting is you see this literally everywhere and it doesn't mean like you made a great point that the, the drag queen, the drag queen story time thing is there is literally no, conversation in which that's acceptable it doesn't matter whether you know it doesn't it's the 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 focus of it being like this trans issue as much as that is what has become because of the what the way that it's being presented it's really not the crux of the issue it's the over sexualization of children by anybody right and so the problem is that you get this situation where it creates this division and hate amongst people that aren't necessarily the crux of the point and you know and people have a right to hate or feel however they want but the problem is that it drives this political this politicized push this politicized direction about you know ultimately comes down to not focusing on who the real crux of the problem is and you look at each other you know and i've been really harping on that so i'm really glad you you know that that i'm glad that that's your your focus because i think we all need to be going in that direction right now so on the point of the the what i've been calling the maga trap or vanilla isis psyop is the you know, trying to what I see as framing Republicans specifically into or rather coaxing them into some kind of like what January 6th psyop, the false flag that it really clearly was. And nobody should be denying that anymore. Right. right. <laughs> Driving these people in there, trying to get them. It's like that meme poking the thing, like do something, you know, it's like they're trying to get them to react. And I think right now we're in the midst of this really aggressive effort, the Trump indictment, the Patriot Front BS that keeps coming out. So I want your thoughts on all that. How do you yeah. see that fitting into this? I mean, look, I don't know if Patriot Fund is federal or not. You don't have to be. All you got to right. do is take people who really believe in a cause and manipulate them accordingly. Like, for example, I interviewed uh, Jake and Jelly's friend, Chadwick. I don't know his last name. Mm-hmm. And he told me Jake had no idea that he did anything. Literally, he's a shaman. He does like spirituality in Arizona. And he's like, oh, I have an opportunity to go into the chamber and cleanse the chamber with a prayer. Hell yeah. And he was sent in. The cop put him in there. It wasn't right. like he barged in there. And, you know, Chadwick said, I lost Jake half the day. I don't know where he went. And he comes back. He's like, oh, man, the greatest time ever. And then he was getting phone calls. Hey, you're famous. He's like, what? I'm famous. And the NBC wants to talk to you. The FBI is like, what? And they literally entrapped the guy. They literally right. used him as. So you don't need. A, he doesn't have to be a federal agent or anything like that. And people thought he was. He's a normal person who can be easily manipulated into. Uh, something. For example, even Putin. People people say a Putin plan. You know Putin's red line. All you gotta do is cross it. You mm-hmm. know, is you can manipulate people into your agenda without them being controlled at all. Because right. they have. A, if if I say, look, Ryan, if you hit my wife, I'm gonna knock you out. And then you hit her, I'm not. <laughs> just, just, I just told you what's gonna happen. You know. Right. And right. like, okay, let me see if I could get him to knock me out, and then the cops will arrest him if I get right. him on video. And there's the trap. You see what I'm saying? And then, and, and you look at all the people on the sidewalk who don't know the preface to that story, right? Right. And that's what the news is to the average people. And, the, and they say, just oh, see me punching him. you. Yeah. And they don't exactly. see what you did before. Not punch my wife, but spray her with something. So like, right. you do something stupid, you spray her with something. I knock you. So it looks like I'm the violent one. Yeah. You right. Know? And, and and that's a trap. That's what the media. You know that one meme where the knife mm-hmm. and the guy in the media is pointing at the person who's actually getting stabbed. Yeah. So that kind of meme. That's um, a good that's a good one for people to see. It's hard to describe it. I know it's it just, is. It's yeah. about a framing of the of the image. And if you pan back, 
you find yeah. out it's the opposite of how it looks. That's that's exactly what that's we need what to. this is, man. It's it truly is an infowar at this point because the, the the parasite class is outnumbered by billions of people. They can't physically control us, so they have to mentally control us to, to police ourselves mm-hmm. and attack each other. Like going back to the transgender issue, the transgender community is tiny, and they're not really a threat to anyone. Right. Really, they're just these people. I think need help. But now they're giving us an enemy to attack. Oh, look at them with the kids. And, you know, this shouldn't be a conversation. This should be, listen, go get help. End of story. But they're giving the MAGA people, right-wing conservative types, this enemy to easy enemy by easy target. You're not going to get shit, exactly. you know, easy. Because it's hard to disagree with the premise, right? right? And it's but- a steam valve. It, it, it shifts right. away from the banks and the military industrial complex and exactly. all the people on Wall Street robbing everyone, including them, to hate these people who are mentally ill. You shouldn't hate them. You just, they just need help. Uh, but they engineer it to such because why are they showing us this? It, look, if our enemies want to wipe us out, they wouldn't mention declining birth rates. They wouldn't mention anything. They say everything's great. Everything's right. great. And then all of a sudden you don't exist anymore. That's that's an enemy who's smart. They're right. triggering you by doing the race baiting, by doing the uh, abortion arguments and whatever. Everything they do, every division imaginable is to bait you in hating your fellow slaves because we're all slaves. Think about it. We're all on the slave ship and we're yelling at each other. It's you. No, it's them. When the slave owner is like, look at these idiots. Right. <laughs> They're all slaves. You know, exactly. and, and that's what it is, man. And, and, yeah. and that's the problem. When I say transcend the left and right false paradigm, that's what I meant when I figured it out. I'm like, holy, even I felt, even though I, I, I agree that my position was justified and, you know, and the anti-white rhetoric is ridiculous, of course. But even that, it's like they're, they're baiting all of us into hating each other. Rather than saying, you know what, let's put all this aside for now and focus on these people at the top of the pyramid, destroying all of us. When they're gone, we could argue amongst ourselves and divvy out the, the wealth how we want. But right now, we're at each other's throats, and that's what they want. Yeah. So that's and, the, and, that- and it, it doesn't mean that people have to like forego what they believe no, or of their political not. standings. No. You know, be a conservative, be whatever you want, but yeah. just realize that it's not your your uh, you know, fellow American, or it really applies to other countries too, but exactly. that is the enemy here. You know, they want you, there was a point in this country where we used to praise the fact that we could politically disagree yes. and still come to, to, you know, middle ground or, but see today, the problem is that that is that compromise only makes sense in, a, in an honest system, right? Today, all we get is compromising into the hands of the government because in you know, people that end up in politics that, you know, compromise for me is a dirty word as far as I see, as see it in, in regard to yeah. how politics works, because Nothing gets Submission. done. They just yeah. fall into Submission. the system. And, and by the way, going back to what you said, the government doesn't represent us at all. It's the right. parasite class's henchmen, and they just do what they want, and we're all being exploited by them. Mm-hmm. So even the left-wing person who doesn't like the right-wing person, we're both getting robbed equally. It's, it's not like you're getting away with anything. You get some privileges, but you're still a slave. Right. You know, it's no different than I or someone else, you know. So therefore, we have to focus on, okay, we don't agree with this stuff, but if we get rid of these bad guys, then we can live peacefully in our own little areas and do whatever the hell you want. No big deal. But they know they're like, no, we must force this. You must force that. And they always have these like, you know, judgments where they force it on the entire population and nobody wants it. Then it is the worst system ever devised because it is not. I don't think our forefathers ever foresaw a nation this divided. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't think they ever, because a democracy cannot possibly work. For, think of it as right. Imagine at a company where there's 12 board members and six always disagreed with you every time and everything you thought of, you would just say, why don't you guys just make your own company? <laughs> just right. go over there and build your own company because we don't agree on anything and we don't get anything done. What's the point of having you on the board? Make your own board over there. 
that's I pretty think, much where we're at. But I agree. I think it comes down to the real issue that the 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 true vision of the republic was not about the federal government didn't exist, right? right so right, the point right. when you bring so in this big, concept yeah. of this overarching hand that decides for everybody else, I mean, it's the EU to to Europe. You know, it's yes. the same kind of game. And so I think the problem became. You know, you you could argue that the United States is is one thing, or you could could have argued that it was you know what it was supposed to be is essentially independent. You know, the states' rights don't exist today, essentially, right? right so, right, if you right. had a place where states could decide for themselves, then people could decide to kind of migrate into one that was more suited there. You know, the problem is the federal government is overseeing everything now, so it's that's just the problem. Yeah. That's the problem, right? And so we don't live in that world. It. They're forcing these laws on everybody, and that's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be yeah. states' rights above all. Yep. Look, to me, the federal government is supposed to be military, money, and mail. That's all they should be taking care of. Right. Making right. sure that every state's protected by a foreign enemy. The money's all the same. The borders, you know, the transaction between the states, things like that, and then the mail. Okay, that's the only thing you need to do. Now it's like these bloated bureaucracies, literally robbing the states too. By the way, yeah, you know, it's just like it's like this parasite eating all of us. So it's like. Which, which you know, then drives the local governors to rob from the people, right? Because exactly. it's just this endless the, That's what I'm saying. The, the Ponzi scheme's going up, and now yeah. you're seeing it desperately try to make excuses for itself. Right, um, right. You know, it, I've never seen it this bad, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, which it's – I agree with you. At the same time, though, whether it's this was why they've driven it to be this bad or rather that the, the byproduct of being that bad is that people are awakening to it, people are seeing this right now at yeah. a to, for, at, to a degree that I've never seen before. So that's at least one positive end to this is that people see through it, and if we can capitalize on that and not fall for the next scam – Maybe we could, you know, actually have some positive change here. But how, how do you see the COVID-19 illusion playing into all of this? You know, because what we just described is pretty clearly what's been happening, I think, long before COVID. So yeah. enter COVID-19. You know, how do you see that fitting into what we just discussed? Well, COVID to me was a more of a power grab and a transition of power. I mean, what is it? Mm-hmm. The working class lost like $3.7 trillion And then the, <laughs> these people made $3.9 Amazon. Everyone got rich. It was like a, it was almost like a testing ground to see what they can get away with. And and shockingly, half the planet, not half the planet, half this country was like, yes, masks and six feet. And no matter what, I remember, because I had a a YouTube show two years ago, which I bought back now. But man, my, the last show I did was, it was huge. It was Dr. Shiva Aradurai. And he was saying, Mm -hmm. don't put people on ventilators. That was even banned. I mean, and and what was like two weeks later, New York Times, maybe ventilators killing people. (laughs) They don't ever give you back your stuff. And by the way, they're still using those. (laughs) Right. Dr. Wright L came out and made that big statement. He got attacked for it. Right. I mean, (laughs) so, so science is supposed to be people arguing about what's good. The science is settled. No, man. Science is about questioning what you're talking about and seeing it, repeating it in studies and peer review and all that. Which means it's never settled. Right. And it it was always, you know, what what people saying, if you get the vaccine, hundred percent, you won't even get sick. That changed. Then you need two, three, four. So, but all this was censored, all of it, even Zuckerberg, you know, censoring people. And and we see that in real time unfolding. And it's like, what were they trying to do with this? Now, people say agenda, what was it, 21 or the one, what was that simulation they ran two years ago? Oh, Event 201. Event 201. So, you know, apparently they always do this stuff. But anyway, they pretty much predicted the same thing happening. And, right. and it's like, is it a test run? Was it big pharma just trying to make a money grab? I, I think it's both. I mean, of course, people want to make money. There are all those agents who want to make money. Right. But then there's a more nefarious plot to control humanity. I mean, remember, as we're awakening, the more controls they have to put on us. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. And so this COVID-19 narrative, the censor, look how much people got nuked, man. It was 2020. Everybody got nuked. Everyone lost their channels. Everyone, the adpocalypse, remember that? Yep. Everything was nuked. It was a good excuse 
for disinformation. You know, people will die if they believe in this and grandma will pass away and all that. And did it ever get reversed? No. And that's the thing, man. Patriot Act was passed. Did it ever get reversed? No. NDA? No. Once the government takes, you don't ever get your rights back. Right. So whatever they pushed through COVID, all these uh, you know digital transaction, all the whatever they did, the uh, the surveillance. Now they're trying to do this restrict thing. Once mm-hmm. they do this stuff, you ain't getting your rights back. I mean, like I still go to the airport. I got to have my shoes. Can't put the water in a the plane. <laughs> they don't go. Oh, okay, that was you know this one time. No wonder here, get your rights Which, back. Despite that's how being being sold to the people, right? They <laughs> yeah, always make it sound like this is just because this, of what's happening. Yeah, right. Know? This is for you, but they never yeah. take anything back. So uh, the COVID thing to me was a power grab, a shift in control. From uh, you know people's medical rights, even to now, you have to do this, and then they coerced the jab on everyone, which was mm-hmm. the most egregious thing ever. And look, people like to bash United States. Oh, you guys have gun crimes. Yeah, we do, and it's mostly because of our mental health. And mm-hmm. by the way, handguns commit the most are used the most, not the AR-15s. Right. But look at Australia. Look at countries that don't have weapons that they could have revolted, and because that was really bad over there, mm-hmm. and they're laughing. Oh, you guys are crazy. Yeah, but we didn't have it as bad as you. Yeah, we had lockdowns, but not as bad. You know, a lot of the coercion was like, you don't have to do it, but you should, you get fired. And other countries were really bad. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, you know, but that was, uh, they got away with that because they don't have the second amendments there. In my opinion, that's what it mm-hmm. was. And, you know, even freedom of speech, they don't have, I mean, England, you go to jail for saying things that are offensive online. We don't have that here. We get canceled here. It's a, it's a different thing here. The government doesn't get rid of you. The companies that run the government do. <laughs> so it's like right, right. You know, Facebook gets rid of you, which runs everything. So it's like you don't need the government to change the First Amendment right laws or Second Amendment. Or Even though like they're that. still trying, though. Right. Of course, <laughs> they want to solidify that. But, yeah. you know, these these events like uh, COVID, it, it gives the people, well, we don't want that to happen again. We don't want people to die again. We don't want. So people agree with laws they do pass, you know. So let's, let's say we get someone who's like, you know, on, on YouTube or, or some guy doing super racial slurs in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. That's, that's horrific to see. I believe in my first amendment. I don't agree with the person saying it, Well, they'll promote that. Look at this guy cursing off these people at the synagogues, racial slurs, all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So people go, maybe we should have hate speech laws, you know, just out of the reaction to the disgust right. that they're looking right. at, not understanding that hate speech doesn't exist in the first amendment. So in exactly. the same way, when it comes to this spooky COVID stuff, millions are dying and this is happening. Maybe we should give away. That's what they do. The guns, the, the recent shooting. Maybe we should get rid of the R15, even though that's not the gun that's being used the most. That's what they do. They, they push these narratives so that people say oh, they won't resist when it does come to the government changing the laws. Because, again, the right. corporations, the oligarchs, they're the ones pulling the strings. And then they want to get your consent to slavery. You see, exactly. they didn't do this by force, Ryan. This is all by consent, whether we allow it and we haven't revolted or we just say, OK, fine, you know, our rights whatever. I'd rather be safe. That's the thing. It's I'd rather be safe than have rights. And right. I forgot right. which president said that it's better to have liberty. Yeah. Than, uh, but Benjamin Franklin, I believe. Someone yeah, said something like, it's not worth having any safety. If you're I, not yeah, it was something like the, the, those that would sacrifice one for the other deserve neither. Right. right? Exactly. I agree with that completely, yeah. man. It's like, it's so sad to see people that are willing to, hey, compromise, right? <laughs> for things that shouldn't be compromised. You know, that's and I, but we it's 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 been created like they try to drive that into people's minds that that's that's what how a society works. You just have to slowly, slowly compromise into the situation you fought from hundreds of years ago. You know, and that's it's just frustrating. But I, I tend to think that every government, regardless of what direction or style, is capable of collecting power at the top. Sure. And I think government's the problem. Ultimately, I wanted to ask you about the, the interesting point you made about like Australia. So I, this is something that I think is a really important uh, discussion to have. 
flesh this out. Like the idea about, so right now we're coming to a point in this country where people feel like, but maybe we're being, you know, can, uh, manipulated into feeling this way so we act i don't know but people are feeling all of us that we're getting lines that are being crossed by the government right so yeah. it's like we, okay what do we do historically and second amendment enshrines that you have the right or rather uh the uh not the, 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 the you know the, the whichever part it is the alter or abolish it discussion right the idea yeah. that the government just, i think that's just in the constitution the yeah. idea that we have the right to all, essentially abolish it which is that has a meaning right remove it from existence so that is just unacceptable today. You even bring that up and you're like, oh, you want to remove. It's like, I'm not even saying I want to or not. The point is it's in the Constitution and we swear oath to that Constitution. So technically it's your right. So in the world where that starts to become a line, it's hard to tell. I personally feel that violence begets violence. I feel like yeah. we're at a point today where it's been intentionally so, you know, we're talking about whatever the people might have access to versus what the government has access to. It's impossible. It's not a real situation, Right. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't be able to fight back should we want to. And obviously that's our right. But how do you see that playing out? Like, let's talk about Australia, right? So they don't have access to the same the weaponry that, let's say, average Americans would. Do you think if they had weaponry during what happened during COVID-19, do you think that they might have been in the right to take action? Not to say that put you on the spot or anything, because I know no, no. that people think uh, no. out of context, you know? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. Look, I'm all for revolution if necessary. Because at that point, your government has to be abolished. You have a duty to get rid of it, and mm -hmm. and I'll get I'll get to the point about the military having airplanes and stuff. Because a lot mm -hmm. of people make that argument. You'll never win. Well, actually, well, going to, going to Australia, if they had weapons, they could just show up with them and be like, "Look, not even get violent. Look, look, we're done. We're not playing this game. Get away." Cops will be like, "All right, you're right." Look, look at France. All these riots. What if they just with the Macron and be like, "Look, buddy, you're, you're resigning." Okay, I'm resigning. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like not pointing it, but just look. Here's the mm -hmm. thing. That's a little different because we've had situations where I think like the Bundy people, remember the Fed showed right. up at their property and they just, they went away. They're outnumbered. Nothing happened. They just showed up with the horses and guns. Like, what are you trying to do, man? And like, first anyway. Yeah. So, you know, and sometimes it goes bad like Waco, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have a right to stand up for ourselves. And, you know, I'll, I'll even I'll let me go back real quickly. Two years ago, because I was on Twitter saying things like, if you give us shots, we got shots for you. I, FBI came to my house and right. they're asking me questions. So in America, the FBI and then the police department show up asking me about Twitter. That's where we're at right now, Ryan. Crazy. Like, and like, can, well, despite people's perception, real quickly, right? people yeah. might point out, well, he, there's a threat or whatever. The point is, if you really understand. It was a play on words. Well, that, exactly. My point you know? is, regardless, you don't know the person's true intentions. People joke and quip yeah. and stuff all along. The bottom line is, it's free speech is absolute. Yeah. And I'm tired of this game where we're trying to chip away where the lines are. You know, and if a crime, there's laws, and if you break the law, then you could be arrested for it. Like, right. th that is a middle ground where they're trying to make words violence. And well, I, I well, even, well, well, the feds came because of my prior engagements of protesting schools, you know, against anti-white hatred. Oh, that's mm -hmm. white supremacy. You know how it all works. And I said, look, yeah. I'm done with that stuff. Do you know Adam Waffen? No, I don't. <laughs> so like they were trying to make me a CI yeah. I, I, and I understood what they're trying to, and I spoke. No ISIS. Right and there. listen, I, I wanted to see what they wanted for me. Otherwise I closed mm -hmm. the door, bro. Don't even let them in. No, I want to know, am I on the radar? Like, no, actually we just want to talk about this. And eventually they wanted me to become a, a confidential informant, which I'm like, dude, I'm not Rambo. I have no interest in meeting like Adam Waffen and selling them weapons for you. I'm not, sorry. And then the police came for, so they came, they called me again for one of my tweets. And then the, the brick PD showed up. So I live in Brick, New Jersey. And they're like, well, we just want to make sure everything's okay. I'm like, no, obviously, officer. And I said, listen, here's what I meant about my tweet. Could you imagine the government forcefully injected your family? At what point would you use your second amendment? Is that is that is that right or what? He's like, well, I get it. I'm like, I know you do because you're, right. you're not stupid. 
That's what I meant. I said, if you, if, that's exactly. what I'm not saying I'm going to. I said, if you forcefully inject us with your shots, we have shots too, and ours have worse side effects. It's a theoretical situation. It's not an exact, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's really, in- oh, go ahead, go ahead. But that's where we're at. Like, even that's considered, and, and going back to abolish the government, you can't even say that when you, when you, when you go get a gun. Are you willing, are you going to plot against the system? You know, like the, one of the questions, I don't have a gun, by the way. I never got one, but I should, probably should. But uh, one of the questions is, are you are you plotting or something like, are you against the United States government when you get access for a firearm? So like, you're not, you're swearing to the constitution that says you should abolish an evil tyrannical government, but at the same time, it's going to put you aside if you try to do it. Of course it is, you know? Of course. So it, it's just, um, that's. What? but this is why I want people to understand. We are at the point where, you can get visited by the police for your tweets. That's where we're at right now. Whoever yep. saw this coming. I remember 50, you know, 2015. Man, the jokes me and my friend said in high school, I'm going to kill you. I'm gonna... All these jokes. These we, like I had friends with different races. We'd make race jokes. Yeah. All hate speech today. All of it. It's hate yeah. speech. Canceled from school if it you, happens. If you heard some of the friends. jokes. If you heard some of the jokes that were being made in the kitchens that I worked in, and these people were good people that I worked with have known my whole life. And if you, I mean, some of the stuff, I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not even going to get into it because people are going to somehow misinterpret that as me feeling a certain, you know, there's some creepy joke styles out there that were, you know, in kitchens, people are dirty people in kitchens. You probably know people work in restaurants, but it's, that it's, you're right. The way things are being framed today, and we should ask questions. People have proclivities that we should ask about, but it's interesting how, much things have changed to where benign things are framed. But I'm saying, Ryan, people from different, I have friends from different races. We would make race jokes about each other. Like I'm Italian. Exactly. And, and that made us closer. It made us human. Now it's like everything's offensive and everything's racist. Yeah. and anti. Yeah. It's like, that's the problem now. It's like, there mm-hmm. is no family. Like you, when you make fun of your buddies, cause you're the friends, you don't go up to a stranger and do it. <laughs> you do it with your friends, you know, yeah. whatever company you're in or whatever. Like for example, the Marines, we'd always bust each other's balls. You know? mm-hmm. If you're at work, you have friends, you bust your balls with your family. How you doing, man? You know, your, your brother, whatever the case, your sister, that's a part of being a friend with someone or family. With someone. It's that you can make jokes about, you can make your mama jokes, but I right. can't make fun of your mama you know, because that's an insult. But, uh, you know, when you're someone's you don't know somebody. But the point I'm trying to make is everything has changed into like some kind of offensive, dangerous hate speech situation. So even a tweet that is clearly a a play on words poetically is now a threat. Even this thing you say to someone as a joke is a threat or racist or so. That is what's happened because they want to control the way we even they want us to censor ourselves before we even say anything. Exactly. Self-censorship. Mind control. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. They want us to be like. I can't even say that, even though it's true. I know that's false. I can't even say it out loud because I lose my job. I get cornered. Look uh, at all the doctors I'm, with COVID. Right. And, and I mean, a lot of them were, were completely wiped out, crazy, like Dr. Malone. Now they're all back and expo- <laughs> exposing everything. Well, it's, but, there, but the, the in the beginning was the craziest part. Like you're saying, there, there I mean, even to this point, I was just asking this today, actually going to the general point we made in the beginning about how many things, how things are so obvious. One of the things in, in the, the direction of, uh, health like the the bird flu hype is kind of swirling around right now and i'm thinking to myself the who has come out in the past 2011 and and more than that saying on the record it's been deleted now i have the backup archived that mm-hmm. you know look the h5n1 h1n1 these were what they called pandemics of fear they were they were literally hyped by people that were expert that's what they said and yet today they can come out and point at it as if it was the biggest one of the biggest pandemics ever ever despite at least some level of the community well aware that that's verifiably untrue. Right. Nobody's speaking out about that right now. Where are all the experts? Because they're terrified. 
because the ones that have already chosen to speak out are doing so, right? The rest of them are meek or in the middle somewhere. And I almost don't even judge them for it, man, because I've seen some people completely run through the mud. They've lost their jobs, their families that, you know, and I get it, but you know, I believe that right now we're at a point in the world where we need people to take those kind of chances, but that's kind of an alarming thing to, to see where the people that well, know I mean, better look, they, are they didn't change the definition of vaccine. And we all have yeah, the we all have way back machine. We could all see changes. Yeah. It's not like that's how ridiculous it is. It, it's yeah. so bad that we have the receipts and they're like, well, I, I just make an excuse to cover it up or something. Or, you know, and, and some people will just think it's fake. Like, oh, yeah. that's not real. If look, if someone to believe something, doesn't matter what you show them. That's what I've learned. You can show them video clips, you can show them it's, anything you want. They'll just be like, no, that's a conspiracy theory. That's from 4chan. That's what okay, bro. Good luck. You know, I, I'm done. I can't even I can't help you anymore. Every passing day, the word Orwellian becomes more and more well-defined. I mean, yeah. it's like I've never every day, like I've never seen something more Orwellian. Next day, I'm like, oh, well, now this one. You know, it's yeah. like it, it, we are. It's like the joke that they literally use the book as a, as a constru- instruction manual. You yeah. know, it's it's a very alarming thing to see. And you know, of course, we could actually tie in the Project Paperclip type of overlap and realize that the same kind of propaganda and the people that were conducting those and the experimentation from both Japan and Germany just ended up being folded into the United States. Not a big surprise. Same yeah, they, stuff. They kept that today. information. Yeah, they took the scientists. They took their, the results of these horrific tests, by the way. That yeah. Japanese unit, what was it, 82 or something? Yeah, Dr. Ishii. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, man. It's scary, man. Scary. That's ridiculous. the basis for our the, the, this U.S. government's biosecurity yeah. program. I mean, it's, just, it's incredible. Yeah, so we have some psychopaths in our government. We will always, And like you said, there is a chance that it, there have been benevolent governments in history, very rarely. I mean, like one I'm of my sure. favorite, my favorite emperor is Marcus Aurelius. He's one of the few yeah. good emperors. There's like five of them. Everyone else is pretty much crazy, but not all of them. But but there is time where government can be. But you have to have benevolent leaders. We don't have that. We have psychopaths. Do you have a question whether, like, so we all know, I think that the, the you know, the, the saying, you know, the, the history is written by the winning hand, right? So yes, yeah. so do you ever wonder whether things like that at a time when, when clearly when there's no internet, there's no, there's yeah. just things been written down on paper. How do we know that that was the case? Like, yeah, I actually right. agree we with you. I think the history yeah. is, is interesting and people should read about sure. at least the perception of Marcus Aurelius and others. But what do you think about that? Is that, yeah, you know, I think history is written by the victors in every case. But even though I, I don't, a lot of people argue about history where I'm like, look, what is happening right now? Whether the history is real or not. What is the result now? How do we stop what's happening now? I don't even care exactly. to argue anymore. Exactly. People argue about everything. Like 9-11 people, I, they say it happened. It was allowed to happen or they did it. Or I say, I don't care. What is the result? Patriot Act, all these wars. Okay. You know why? Result. Because you're seeing past the two-party paradigm, man. That's, that's I tell you, that's, that right there, that is the two-party paradigm stopping us from taking that final step. Yep. It's, it's the, the false, it's the division technique. Like, I don't care if the, look, people say the earth is flat. Okay. I don't, it doesn't help my mortgage go away. Does, I don't care what it is. We got to the moon or not. I, I think we have, but what if we didn't? I don't know. And I don't care because it doesn't help me. It's not going to the moon going to prove we should stop bombing each other on the planet. Right. Like, what is the point of it? Or hollow earth or anything. I don't care. What is, what can I solve right now? What can I prove to myself right now? Exactly. I know right now my family's under attack with these crazy ideologies and all these other problems. I know the banks are robbing everyone. So what do I care if the earth is a triangle? The bank's still robbing me. <laughs> triangle earth is the last thing I care about. You know? Right, right. So we got to worry. But people get sucked into this stuff because you know what it is, right? You know, I used to believe the truth shall set you free. Mm-hmm. Partially. Because you can tell the truth. Like everyone knows smoking is bad. Every smoker knows it's yet they still smoke. So they know the truth, but it doesn't set them free. You have to act upon the truth right. in order to be free. So it's not, a lot of people just want to learn the truth so they feel like they're free. Well, I know everything. I know every detail of this. And that's all false. But you're not. You're still a slave and you're scared to say it in public and you have mm-hmm. an avatar and you're SpongeBob SquarePants and Twitter. Like you're not <laughs> free, man. You, you know all this truth. It's like, it's like imagine a surgeon 
who studied every book and every surgery possible, never did a surgery. Mm. It's like, it's useless information. So the truth is helpful, but you need to act on it. Yeah, really. That's the real, that's, that's the truth about the truth. I can tell you the truth all day, but if you don't act on it, it's pretty much useless and it could make you depressed and make you go crazy, you know, whatever the case. So I tell people, look, the truth is great, but why even bother arguing? You can't prove, honestly, you want to get to philosophy. How, how many things can you actually prove? You know, I mean, all, you know, I love this conversation. You're it the is- only thing that's real. I mean, some people think that uh, solipsism is that you're the only thing that exists and everyone else is a hallucination. <laughs> how do you prove? How do you disprove it? You know, I right. mean, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Well, I mean, but you take it to its logical conclusion. It doesn't matter what you point at. It doesn't matter yes. what thing you think, you know, it all comes down to taking somebody else at their word. Some other yeah. expert who's written it down at some point that we just the consensus is. Yeah. And, I, you know, how else you, can you live unless you at least apply general expert knowledge and whatever else? But that's why I say question everything, yeah, because you exactly. literally at some point have to realize that it all stems back to something that could easily be manipulated by people in power. And, and by the way, even people who mean well could be duped by their fallacies or the way they exactly. think. You know, I mean, it's not like everyone's malicious. Some people mean well and they, they oh, this is what I believe, too. And this is what my research shows. And they, oh, they made a mistake. They didn't realize it or something. It's or not that everyone's evil. Yeah, there, 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 there is human uh, humans are fallible you know so even the good guys can make mistakes you know i believe i used to believe things that are not true and i go oh okay well i guess i can't believe that anymore and i let it go a lot of people ryan identify with their beliefs yes so when you question them they get attacked personally like they're wrong as a human being no your belief is wrong just let it go so i've learned i don't hold on to beliefs i i i have i help i hold on to them I don't identify with this. So I can just go, oh, never mind. Once once I see something, disprove it. I, I don't get offended. Yeah. I go, oh, great. Because here's the thing. If people identify with their beliefs, then they feel like they're wrong as a person. Mm-hmm. But if you think of it like I am, you, you hold the belief. This is what I believe right now, according to the information I've researched on both sides. I can be wrong. So I can't lose. You know why? Because if I'm proven right, then I, I'm right. If I'm proven wrong, then I let go of the falsehood and I'm now proven. I give them the truth. So I win. Right, it's a right. win-win situation. Yeah. But most people don't look like that. They go, oh my God, I can't let, I've been, I believe this American exceptionalism for 30 years. I mean, look, I was in the Marine Corps. You'd think I'd be the last person to say our government's crazy and we're evil imperialists. You would think I'd be the last one. No, because I, I suffered in the Marine Corps. People blew up in front of me. Mm-hmm. You would think I defend it with all my core. I mean, I got, I got my thing here. You know, the thing I'm proud of it. That really, to me, is just a part of my life. Right. And I'm like, oh, look, I'm a Marine. Look at my uniform and stripes. Uh, this reminds me of my slavery right, right. <laughs> and, to, and to fight for what that's supposed to be. Right. OK, it's supposed to be for our people, for our country. Now, that, that's not our government anymore. Right. And you could argue since, uh, you know, the British after the only the only war that actually made sense was fighting off the British. Everything else probably no good. But um, yeah, I mean, look, we all have an identity. We all have an ego. We all have our name and our story. But, you know, not to identify with that experience, because we are the thing that experiences all the things I just said, your emotions, your feelings, your beliefs, everything's an experience. You're the experiencer. You're that. What's the one Alan Watts used to say? You are that which is behind your eyes. Mm, You you are that space behind your eyes. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. interesting. So most people think that they're the narrative they are and everything like that. And that's where they get tangled up into this two party system. That's how they get manipulated through their ego. Once you transcend the ego, which by the way, we all have, even if you transcend it, it just means you tame it a little bit. Like, Hey, Mm -hmm. stop barking. Cause if your ego is crazy, everything's a threat. Everyone's trying to kill you. Everything's a conspiracy. And it's like way too much barking. The dog's going to drive you crazy. And if you identify with the dog, it's even worse. Mm -hmm. But if you realize, okay, this is a guard dog. I got to tame him. I got to train him. And calm down, Bobby. It's okay. This is not a threat to me. All right. No worries. Let me just navigate through this world and see 
what I could learn from it, what's true or not, what I believe is true is not true. And it's okay if I'm wrong. It's mm-hmm. okay because then I learned the truth. And that's what people are hard. And I, listen, I've seen it on with the Ukraine war. Oh my God, people want yeah. to be right. It's like, I'm, I'm looking to be wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. And there's people like these NAFO bots, whoever they are with the dogs, I don't know, the Dodgecoin dog, the Shiva yeah. dog. It's like, they're just pushing this narrative. And I see people fall. And I'm like, don't you see? It's like, Almost the same as Iraq, Syria. It's the same stuff with different actors. Yeah, exactly. Hello, don't you see? No, it's America. We got to see Ukraine. I'm like, yeah, the Ukrainians don't even know they're being duped. Yeah. Just like I didn't know. You think I knew when I went to, ah, yeah, I'm working for Halliburton. (laughs) No, I had no idea. (laughs) I had no clue. My father, when I came back, I was so depressed. He said, look, you meant well. Your intentions were good. You didn't know any better. Don't don't hate yourself for it. That's an important point. Bro, a lot of people take their lives. They kill themselves when they find out that they were duped. You know, and yeah. I'm like, my buddy That's Rocco, to- listen, Marine Corps sniper. He wasn't in the same unit as me, but I met him uh, when I got back at a beach club. Marine Corps sniper killed 15 people. You know, some of them are young. He has nightmares. And when I told him the truth, man, uh, not that I almost killed him, but like he almost took his life just out of depression. And I said, buddy, yeah, you had no idea, man. That's the tragedy of war, Ryan. Once you get into the battlefield, the politics don't matter. Yeah, It's literally you versus them. That guy has a family. So do you. You're pointing each other. What are you going to do? You don't know. None of them know the truth. You know what I mean? So right. it's like very sad. That's why we have to avoid war. And when I look at this Ukraine thing, you know, I'm seeing that Ukraine is winning and Putin is crazy and he's running out of missiles, but then he's bombing everything. It's like, well, which one is it, man? Yeah. Don't you see the lies? Hello. And it's like the ghost of Kiev was a lie. They yeah. won't investigate Nord Stream pipeline when they obviously blew it up. I mean, there's so much going on <laughs> that's so obvious. But these NPCs, they just they want to believe they want to put that Ukrainian flag up there. They want to feel yeah. it's a virtual signaling. It's like the mask. Exactly. Listen, if I see a Ukrainian flag, I know everything you believe. I already know what you <laughs> pretty uh, much your, yeah. your stance on COVID. I know your stance on everything well, else. I would add to that though. It's not because I think that we're necessarily like, I think we would both argue. We don't know that for sure, but we right, like, of course being that it's likely that is the, the, the likely conclusion because the person that puts that flag is most likely someone who follows along with what the narrative is supposed the to be. The current thing. And yeah. yeah, it's it's not yeah. hard to make that conclusion. I'm not Russian. I don't know what the Kremlin's – they might be exaggerating and lying too. They have their interests. I'm not are. saying yeah. he's an angel. I'm, I'm just saying according to the narrative that I'm seeing on both ends, I see the Ukrainian narrative super propagandized the likes I've never seen ever. I forget agree. the Syrian war. Forget Iraq. This is nonstop propaganda. Like the troops are getting Viagra to rape people. Russian Almost wives are telling their husbands to rape women. Who the hell would believe such a thing? They're raping children, I heard. I'm like, what? Where did this come from? And it's like, yeah. what do you, you actually believe? Yeah, this is, oh my God, they're evil Russians. I'm like, did you even get any evidence that one woman who was saying everyone's getting, she got fi- even the Ukrainians yeah. fired her. Yep. <laughs> and she's spoken out afterward, and so too have the government, that, that she made that up. I mean, it's – and yet that narrative actually then spun into the Viagra part, which then that spun into, which was also proven to be false. And then yet there's – now they're still – now they've broken it off into being, oh, well, they're just kidnapping children. Like that's yeah. now – that's yeah, the yeah, new yeah. story. And it's just like, God, it's certainly possible, but my God, at what point do we just go, I'm not even going to listen to what you're saying anymore yeah. because you're just – You just can't. Lie, lie, lie. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, and in 2003, if you asked me, I would say, yeah, he has weapons of mass. I would have told you, no, bro, be a patriot. He has weapons of mass destruction. He was tied. I would have said it because I was duped. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand what it's like to be duped. So I don't hate these people who are duped. Right. But there's only so much you can do. I plant my seeds and I leave. I don't argue. I look here. Watch this article. They don't even read it. Okay, bye. <laughs> so what can I do? Like, you, yeah, you can only lead a horse to water. You can't force. Them. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree entirely. 
Well, I think that's a great a great place to uh, to put a pin in it right there. I'd love to connect with you again, man. There's some sure. there's some big topics that we could really dive into. But uh, you know, I, as you said there at the end, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Or, or sometimes I just say think because I think it's <laughs> what yeah, we're really talking that. about. Even but uh, I, I think that we're at a time where it's. I, I question whether some of these things we point out are more so bot campaigns, or at least I consider that possibility. But I with you that I really do feel there's a huge portion of the population that are at least choosing to be lost, if not completely lost. Right. But at the same time, I'm feeling more hopeful than ever that there are more people than I've ever seen who are from any walk of political life, seeing some of these things centrally, like the COVID injection just died off. Like there are these examples that a lot of people are at the very least going like, I don't know anymore. You know, like I'm going to take a beat on some of this stuff. And that is an important thing to, you know, to feel good about positive and try and capitalize on, man. Well, so there's two things I want to say too. There's the, yeah. the reaction has an equal and opposite reaction. And then there's game theory. So there's a theory that, you know, these uh, this part of the population are all thieves. And so they start robbing everyone, taking advantage of everyone who's, who's uh, you know, uh, naive and innocent. But eventually, if everyone becomes thieves, then it's like reversed. You know what I mean? So it's like as their game theory where you, someone who takes advantage of people, eventually they catch on and it doesn't work anymore. You got to change your game. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's these actions. The universe has its ways, man, to balance power and you know, it, it make things right, even if we did nothing, although we will because it's our nature. Right. So there's this dance being played. There's this chess game on a cosmic level. And so, you know, don't drive yourself in crazy like I did at one point where I had to have this epiphany. Mm-hmm. But, you know, do your do your part. You know, whoever you are, whatever your nature is, don't get upset. Don't start crying about it. Don't get up. They want you to become emotional and do something stupid, whether take your life or the life of others. And we're seeing that. We're seeing people getting right. violent. They want you to become miserable and depressed, and I, I don't even want to bother. Don't just you have a. If you're a good person, you're on the side of good. Then do what you have to do, and do what you can do. You, you know, not everyone's supposed to do what you're doing, running a show or you know, showing your face, using your real name. Not everyone just support people like Ryan, support people like me, support people who are on the front lines. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that, you know, personally. But we have to all work together because this system is desperate. As you can see, Ryan, it is, it is falling apart. It's inevitable. Nothing lasts forever. There's no empire that's been forever either. And this right. is one of them. So we can, if we work together on all levels, make a new world from scratch. So Yeah, I love it. Message, message of unity, man. We need it more than ever. So thank you for being here today, brother, and uh, looking forward to talking with you again. My and pleasure. As always, everybody out there, question everything. Come to your own conclusions. Stay vigilant.